Here goes Tanes. Little chip inside. Where's he going to bring? Oh, he's got it back. Here's Ellis. Ellis gets away. And the captain has gone. Length of the field score. A barbarian trademark. And the Ellis. And the crowd really enjoying this. I want to be your best friend. Again. Is out now from the Eels line. Egan goes back towards the middle to Barnett this time. He's putting his left arm in the air. Adam G's going to blow the whistle. And Mitch Barnett scores his first try in a Warriors jersey. Kia ora, good morning and welcome into the show. It's Izzy and Kempi for breakfast here on Izzy, oh, on Izzy and Z. It's not Izzy and Z. It's and Z. Boys, uh, some big news. Uh, we're in for a rebrand. Uh, this is Izzy and Z. Izzy's bought us. <laughs> You're the best. Oh, oh, good morning, off. gentlemen. Welcome to Wednesday. Jeez. Is it- um, I, I, I must say, I miss you, boys. I can't wait to get back up today and be in that studio looking at you and just having a wee giggle. It makes my day. Makes my day. And I would have been looking straight in your eyes after that little moment there, Rick. <laughs> <laughs> at, at least there's a half an egg hanging out the side of his mouth. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. That is true. So, so I'll have to wait for Thursday for that when, uh, when Izzy buys us baps again. <laughs> Uncle Izzy buying breakfast. Jeez. Uh, uh, so when do, you, when do you get up, Izzy? When do you jump on the plane? Uh, so I fly at 10 yep. and I'll get up, yeah, 11.30 training and then going to go pick up my truck and uh, <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and then I'm in tomorrow morning boys for a nice wee, oh. wee huddle and we're back with the team. Oh mate, awesome. So who needs who needs Hertz rentals when you've got Kempi rentals, eh? <laughs> How good. <laughs> Honestly, Israel Dag, not bad. Oh, Mr. Daggy. I was, I was at Kempi's on uh, Friday last week. Yeah, Kempi was, you know, he had a, one or two couple of quiets, and then the real Tony Kemp come out, and he's sitting there, and he's looking at me, and goes, stuff you, boy, stuff you, boy. You're, you're driving that Mini next week. I said, Uncle, what? I said, what do you mean? He goes, bro, I saw you cruising down the highway. I'm stuck in this Mini. now, but Kempi isn't a Mini. And he's driving down, and he's like, meh. And he looks over, and I'm coming the other way, and I've got the lean back on. I'm leaning back, and it's I'm like, like this. It's like I'm he's on a lazy comfy. boy, mate. You got your sharkies, Come your wraparounds. Got my glasses in, mate, and like pretty much halfway out the window. And Kimpy Ricketts, he looked at me, claustrophobic as hell, and he goes, nah, that's it. And he comes and he goes, he goes, you got the mini, boy. You're driving the mini next week. Oh, look, Kimpy, Come on, brother. Look oh, oh, my uh, God, mate. That's okay. Yeah, no, no, we've had a we've had a whip around here, mate. We went out and bought bought you five hundred buck carts out back out the back. <laughs> Needs a bit of a push to get going. We parked it on a hill. Nineteen eighty two, Mazda three two three. Maybe anyone would have thought the movie star that you are. You just walk into Ford, mate. Pick you, pick yourself up your own truck. No, 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 no. The ego's gone, Kim. 
Yeah, I like that. I like that. <laughs> That's my boy. He's gone. I'll jump in that mini and I'll be proud as punch driving into work every day. Can't wait. Loving it. Oh, how are you, lads? Good. Yeah, not too bad. I've been a, I've been a little bit crook actually yeah, in the last couple of last couple of days. On it's um sort of a little bit of a virus going around, but like it's not mm. flu. You know, like I'm not flu. I just a little bit sort of. Uh, yeah, it's, a, it's an unusual feeling. So um, I went to went to my doctor, got some bloods. I get some bloods done just to get a check out and stuff like that. But I don't know whether it's a change of season um, or something like that. But I do I do uh, know that there's a few people that are down at the moment too, going out, uh, going around with a little bit of a bit of a, a sickness. But yeah, just trying to get some sleep at the moment and, and get over it. Um, but other than that, mate, all good, all good. Can't yeah. complain. With I tell you what, up here yesterday. The day was absolutely sensational. It was I know, I know you, you you keep moaning about the Auckland weather when you come up here because you bring the rain up from Christchurch with you. Um, but since you've been back, the weather has been 10 out of 10. It's turned it off. Well, it followed me. The weather was outstanding down here in Christchurch, I must say. And uh, went for a nice walk, lads. Went for a nice walk in the morning, took the dog and went up uh, Harriel track which is over by Littleton and then you stop in a cafe and there was no wind. The thing with the weather down here, if it's sunny, it is windy and we've had some very, very windy days but yesterday was was a beautiful day. So hopefully that weather continues today when I arrive back in the big smoke boys. But who am I? Rick Dog? we yes. got another one. we got another one. So here is your first who am I clue. This is for a $100 Adidas golf voucher. Get away with Adidas Golf. Visit adidas.co.nz slash getaway with golf. T's and C's apply. Clue number one. I played for both Auckland and North Harbour. I played for both Auckland and North Harbour. That is your clue. That's the first clue. Double eight, double three if you know the answer. $100 Adidas Golf Voucher. Could be yours. Ooh. Any ideas? Any ideas, boys? Not me. I, oh, I've got a couple of names, but... Kiz is nodding. Kiz knows. Yeah, kisses all over it, but well, you can mull on that one. You can mull on that one because it's Kiz not the only question I've got Kiz for you today. Doesn't know. of course, Kiz knows he wrote the run sheet. <laughs> no, I wrote I wrote the run sheet. Well, I wrote that, I wrote that part of the run sheet. Put it that way. Okay. okay. Yeah, yeah. Now I've got no idea, but I'll figure it out after the next couple of clues. All right, sweet. Well, there you go. Double eight, double three. If you want a hundred dollar Adidas golf gift voucher, uh, you just text us double eight, double three with your answer to that. But let's get into it, boys, because it is time for this round one. Fight. Yes, the triple threat, the three big day, uh, talking points of the day. Uh, story has come out. Phil Mickelson, you remember um, mm. there was that, that story about that gambler, Billy, I was going to say Billy Madison, but that's not right. Uh, but anyway, he, he wrote his book and said claimed that over the last three decades, Phil Mickelson had lost a billion dollars in bets. All right. Mickelson's actually come out and addressed it and said that he's not betting anymore um, and that it stopped being fun. So it's good that he's, you know, this has caused him to sort of address a few things. Great way to throw shade. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) yeah. But it got me thinking. Now, we were talking about it last week. I've got a tattoo of West Ham's logo on my bum because I lost a bet. So what is the worst thing you've had to do after losing a bet? No one can top that. No one can top that. Oh, Look, you know what I really love about that, Rick Dog, is you actually follow through with your word. And you got it done. Like, you cannot take that back. You know, you can shave your eyebrow off. You can shave your head off. It's going to grow back. You can't shave You can't shave that off, mate. It's stuck. It's a stamp. So, well done. Uh, I don't – I haven't had too many 
bets that have been really embarrassing. But I've spoken about this bet before, and uh, it's it's a bet that haunts me to this day. Is is when I had the swimming race in my first year in the All Blacks, and uh, I had it with Dan Carter, and it was four thousand bucks. You know, like I was first year in the team. What an idiot! Don't even have a thousand bucks. And Rich and Dan's like, "You yeah, go on then. You got to do a you got to do a um, qualifying trial." So I had to race Jimmy Cowan. And then Jimmy Counter took him right to the end. Just bet Jimmy. Sorry about that, Jimmy. Anyway, got to the final. And he, he raced me straight away. Well, Daggy's um, endurance hasn't been a factor in his career. So uh, I was a bit fatigued. And I got pumped in the final. So I had to give him 1000 bucks, And I gave it to him. And I was, oh, I was so down. And I was gutted. I gave a hand it over. He goes, silly. Only thing he said to me, silly, kid. <laughs> Walks off. And I'm like, oh, no. Anyway, I come back three days later. And he had gone shopping with my money mm. and bought me clothes with that cash and gave it back to me. He said, don't do that again, you silly kid. So How there you good. go. That's the, that the first thing that comes to mind when I think of a stupid bet. DC, <laughs> DC being a GC. Although it does sound like yep. he stitched you up a bit by racing you immediately after you just raced Jimmy Cowan. And just to elaborate on that, sorry boys, I was in the elevator with the one and only Richie McCaw and Zach. You know, wherever Zach was back in those days, as he was. Uh, and he comes in, he goes, he goes, you're an idiot. I said, what? He goes, mate, you could have done so many things with that. You could have bought so many things with that thousand bucks. Anyway, witty dag, idiot dag. First thing comes out of his mouth. Yeah, probably could have bought a propeller. And I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> and I just sunk into my chair and it went awkwardly quiet. Went awkwardly quiet and the doors open. And he goes out and he's Zach's like, you idiot, what? Like, yeah. oh, no, the first thing that comes to my mind. Oh. So, yeah, I pretty much uh, berated the, the two leaders in the team. Foot yeah. and there mouth. You go, there you go. Awesome, what awesome. What about, what about you, Kempe? <laughs> I, I, might, I may have told this one. Um, my, same, same with Izzy, actually. It was 1000 bucks. So well, I didn't have 1000 bucks. I was in the doll. And, um, <laughs> me, me, me and my I'm mate, me and Bruce wanted to go out for a night out. And Alan said, I've got a horse, Steely Dan was called. I still remember the name, Steely Dan. I was paying a dollar twenty. I get you a couple of hundred bucks, you boys can like two hundred bucks back in our day, you go out for like three days on it, you yeah. know. We're like, Yeah, man, we're in. He said, Right, I'll put the bet on. Well, could we never have a thousand bucks? Well, when they jumped, Steely Dan. So I'm fifteen. Sixteen. I was sixteen. And uh, my first ever bet and Al goes, Right, got a thousand bucks, you and Bruce, five hundred each. Yep, sweet as we're in. Because it's not real when it's not your money, you know what I mean? <laughs> and I'm, I'm sort of going, yeah, man, we better watch this race. And we're watching this race, going jumps, and Steely Dan gets to the first bend and is running like 10 lengths last, basically broken down. And I'm I'm going, where's Steely Dan? And I turn around and look at Alan, and he's up on the breakfast bench pissing his pants. And he's laughing like... Crying, and I, he's going. That's it, last boy. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I, I, I'm. By the time it hits the straight, I'm on the back looking the roof. I'm not even looking at the TV, <laughs> and I'm thinking, where the hell am I going to get five hundred bucks from? <laughs> and I look up at Alan, and he's just in tears, absolute tears. So, for the next, I don't know what it was, eight to ten weeks on my doll, um, I was slipping Alan fifty bucks to pay him off. <laughs> <laughs> but it's one of the worst bets I've ever had. 
first one. Welcome yeah. to racing. <laughs> Welcome to racing. Actually, there was a bet yesterday that you were talking a bit about. Uh, is he uh, any any more word on race one at Matamata today? Haven't heard the latest, but I've put all we multi together, mm. and uh, I've gone top three. Top three for Stokes at Matamata today. Ridden by Craig Grills, Curtis Pertab is trainer, and it's paying three dollars eighty, a dollar sixty five for a top three. So I've just gone top three. But nice. Baz reckons from the trainer, it's mm. going really well. It should win. Should, should win. win. Should so win. get on. All right. Okay. So if I back it to win and it doesn't, I can just ring Baz. Is that how it works? Yeah, 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 yeah. No, no, yeah. He, he, won't so pick, he won't pick up, but can I can ring him. No, no, <laughs> if you back it on the nose, it'll win. If I backed it on the nose, it wouldn't win. So right, you've you got okay. a chance today. Okay, all go. right, all right. We just had this text stream from Joe. Boys, I was at uni, and we were at the old Hillcrest pub. Bet was tabled that no one in our crew could pull the new barmaid. Losers had to go to the Territory Army for a six-week <laughs> basic training. All seven of us had a crack and ended up in Waiuru for six weeks. <laughs> ended, up the bar, ended up that the barmaid was my mate's sister who had proposed to bet the best six weeks I ever had. All <laughs> <laughs> so got done. Oh, oh that's good. All you must have ditched. some crackers out there. Double eight, double three. Send them through. We'd love to hear from you. Yeah, do oh. that. Do that because actually, uh, thanks to our good friends at Chemist Warehouse, uh, we've actually got a two hundred and fifty dollar um, prize pack to give away for part of their spring frenzy sales. So that's for the best text of the day. So if you can top Joe's text, you're in with a shot. It's double eight, double three. Uh, let's crack on with triple threat. Round two. Two of the fullbacks. So it's the battle of the fullbacks Saturday night. That's how it's been billed. Reese Walsh versus Charles Nickel Clockstead. Kempe, you've been a coach at this level. If you could just pick one for a game to play in the one jersey, who are you picking out of the two of them? Oh, look, Kane and Ponga, you would have picked Kane and Ponga last week. And this week, people have picked Reese Walsh. I, I just think with Chance, what you have is you've got consistency. He done, he done Kane and Ponga last week. Um, I like the way that Reese Walsh has played this year. Arguably, you know, Craig Bellamy's come out and said he's going to be better than Billy Slater, but I don't like what he'd done last year. I don't like how he left this club and, you know, this club that actually pulled him out of uh, second grade in, in Brisbane and saw the potential in him and gave him gave him a lifeline and created um, that, that stepping stone for him and, and you know, on, on both sides of the coin, he could be running out for the Warriors mm. this weekend and prob- possibly um, taking them to a grand final. So the way that Chance played last night and the way that he's played all year and just that he's a totally different person, like he's such a nice bloke, I'm taking Chance to the clock set every day of the week. Is he? Yeah, yeah oh, that's a good, that's a great question. Look, everyone would have their favourites and Reese Walsh is, is having a stellar year, stand out. And I, I loved what I saw in the State of Origin. The biggest moment, I really think he stood up. But for me, Chance is a, a bloke that's, you know, revived his career. He was at Canberra Raiders playing second division. He wasn't happy, a la like Sean Johnson. He comes home, he's in a happy environment, and he's playing extremely well. But the things that I really love about Chance Nicholas, he does the little things well for his team. You know, Reese Walsh does the flashy things, the big moments. But Chance, out of his own end, will fight for five to ten metres every carry. And he'll get them on the front foot after a big, long uh, set it on defence. And he'll get them back into the game. So I just think his work rate is, is unmatched. Uh, his consistency, like you said, Kempe, is, is crazy at the moment. 
And he's even his work with ball in hand. You know, how many times is he having a try assist on that right edge, slipping out late outside Sean Johnson, feeding Dylan Watanese a net? Without chance, we wouldn't have seen the impact from the, um, Dylan Watanese a Lesniak. So I'm chance all day. Chance all day. C&K, that's the way it goes. All right, Kez. Round three. Ethan De Groot is out for the next two group games at the Rugby World Cup. So who plays in the number one jersey? Is he? Who have you got? Tamaiti Williams or Offa Tuanga Farsi? Oh, I'm going to go Offa. I'm going to give it to Offa today. Uh, I just think experience, um, He he's actually gone really well in the last couple of weeks. You know, like uh, there was moments in that game, particularly against Namibia, you know, where he was mobile, he's around the park. He can scrum both sides. And uh is going to get an opportunity um, but I just think he's still quite raw uh, on the international stage. So give him a chance to really find his feet. And uh, But offers offers the man for me to really stamp his mark and, and probably yeah, give us a real solid stability up up, up in the front. Offer Tonga Fassi, did you clip that, Kez? Because he left out his mate from Canterbury to Mighty Williams. I cannot believe that. I saw you looking around. I, cannot... I saw you all looking around going, <laughs> wow, what's happened here? What's going on? It is going. I'll say it. You've been in Auckland. All that time you've been up Auckland. here. You spent one week in Auckland and you change your colours. He has seen the light. Yeah, I'm a... <laughs> I'll never see the light. I'll never see the light. Why? I'm... Look, I, like, when I say things, I don't I don't think about the red and black. You know? There's a little bit of me saying, look, I've got to play golf with him next week, so I'm going to see him. But it's <laughs> offer. You know? Like, I, I just believe he's. Like comparing him to Nepo, I still think Nepo's got a hell of a long way to go, and he's a great scrummager, but his just his uh, skill work around catch passes is just a little bit edgy, edgy at the moment. But Offer, I think he's um, he's got the star the start at the moment. For the for the life for the life of me, I can't believe that they haven't given Tomati a game yet. Um, especially last week, I thought he should have been at least on the bench. Uh, coming on, but he's two games into a World Cup, hasn't played, and probably play the next one. I'd say, is he? He might get a shot yep. in the next one. Um, yeah. But I would have given that. You know, again, the difference when you're watching even the game on the weekend against N- uh, Namibia is size, like size and collision. And when you come up against South Africa, Ireland, those 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 tier one teams that are going to be there in the quarters and the semis, you're going to need to be going across the advantage line. And of course, that's what Tamari offers you. He offers us that big body, you know, that collision, um, both, I think both on offence and defence, that could actually change a game. We talked about it with Cam Royguard yesterday, you know, like checking things around the ruck. The same thing happens with Tamaiti Milliam, uh, Williams if he's in the middle of the pitch and he's bending people, you know, and then he's got the ball and he's bending the line when he carries it. So the only problem that you've got is he hasn't got the experience of offer. And, um, you know, as we said, they're going to pick experience over over non-experience at the moment because they think that's what wins a World Cup. Mm. But for, but for me, I, I you know I quite like him. I like I like Tomari. I think he's a, he's definitely a front row of the future. Um, but for the life of me, I can't believe he hasn't played yet. Yeah, well, I mean, to be honest, not that my opinion means much, but you know, if you want a bloke to get some um, experience at the well, World it does, Cup, right, back yourself, back myself. Okay. But you know, if you want, if you want somebody to, if you see somebody as the future, and you and you see somebody yeah. as, as a guy that could play a big part, give him an opportunity in a game that you think you're going to win anyway. You know, so yeah. give him that yeah, experience. These, these next two weeks, Rick Dog, uh, are uh, vital. 
you know, that's an important part of the puzzle, but there's also other parts of the puzzle that there's a little bit of confusion, particularly in that back, back line. And we'll probably cover it through over the next couple of days if we get a word in, because let's be honest, it's up the wires. Up the wires, indeed. John's actually just texted through on double eight, double three. Chance is so underrated in the big picture. He put Ponga to bed last week. On the mm. on the bet thing, I had a mate go on a date with a blow up doll to Nando's after finishing bottom <laughs> of our fantasy Premier League. Short, sort of a long form bet, but it still counts. It's <laughs> gold. It's gold. Oh, oh, I need through. to have more bets. <clears throat> I did have more bets. Yeah, keep them coming through. Like double fun, eight, double fun three. Bits. Fun bets, not, not the not the not the tab bets. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> D- double eight, double three. Uh, that is our test line. Keep them coming through with uh, the, the worst thing you've had to do if you've lost a bet or seen maybe a group of your mates. You're listening to Izzy and Kempi for breakfast. Thanks to Chemist Warehouse, keeping you healthy this spring.